0: All right, yo, what's up, it's your boy D Stark. Starks artist. And you're now tuned in uh, to the Just Different Podcast where we talk everything faith life and culture. And today we're getting into the topic of loneliness. And this is interesting to me because sometimes it feels as if everyone that, or a large part of the people that I come across speak to or meet is lonely these days. Mm. It's like we're all experiencing or have at some point this similar feeling of being misunderstood, not having true community, And not having people that we can confide in that we actually trust. And when you're in this space, when you're in this point in time or season in your life, you kind of come to the conclusion of continuing to ask yourself the question of why does it seem like it's so hard to find like good people these days or just any sort of uh, community at all? And especially individuals that hold the same morals, the same values, beliefs that you do, especially as Christians. And so this leaves us, for the most part, always feeling isolated, alienated, and essentially an outcast in the culture. With Mm -hmm. the people that we go to school with all the time, the people that we work with and see every single day, or just when we're walking or coming across people in our daily lives, we essentially all feel so disconnected, which leads to this overwhelming feeling of loneliness mm. and you know especially when you're young and the age that we are in the midst of almost finding yourself you're almost left with this daunting task of also finding your people and you just kind of work through it i have to ask okay what does it look like to actually get through this and find your tribe right right that's really what we're getting into today and we want to speak to and this was in large part inspired by a message that i heard about two or three weeks ago at this point, and the pastor was speaking to relationships, uh, community in a very broad way, but then he spoke to the fact that, especially when we talk about Gen Z, young adults, teens, that we have been like, I guess, titled as like the loneliest generation. Mm. And when you look at all of the numbers and statistics, when we think about The rates of depression and anxiety, what we're dealing with just on like a mental level. um, And then also just the reports and the feelings of like loneliness. They're at like an all time high in our in like during this time. And I also heard this insane statistic about a large majority of people saying that they don't have a best friend or never have. Mm-hmm. Or having someone or at least a group of people that they can actually give a lot of themselves to where they feel know who they are and what they go through in their struggles. And this can, you know, be caused by like a multitude of different things. And something that I think about like up front that I think can't be dismissed is social media and how that plays such a integral part right. in our lives and how we're interacting with people. It almost gives us this false sense of connection mm-hmm. that i can like see someone on instagram through their stories through their photo dumps through their vlogs or the videos the reels that they make tiktoks whatever it may be and so since i think that i'm getting like these updates on their life or at least what they're sharing with me i think that there's an mm-hmm. actual interaction there, right which there is to an extent but not to the level that can actually create that true connection that I think we're all looking for. Right. And so we kind of just get in this cycle, right? It's like, okay, well, I'm seeing all these people online, but when I leave this space, I'm left with no one to really give my heart to, to just grow with, to evolve with, to call on the phone like, hey, like this is what happened today, and this is what's really going on with me. And so I think it's super important, and I know that I... Have felt this in so many capacities, mm-hmm. I know like when I didn't really have a community of people around me, I felt were my people and then almost and also when I found that community, also being surrounded by these people who love me still feeling alone, right, which is so interesting and so yes it's 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 something that I think we're all in, something that we hear a lot, especially with Christians of like all right how do i find my people and just overcome this because it's it's an isolating process and you do feel so I'm literally like an alien you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's like all right like i don't know anyone like that shares the same beliefs and then also like it's hard to connect with people that don't get me mm-hmm. right don't understand what i believe and like what i'm giving my life to through yeah, yeah no for sure i want to take a little pit stop and kind of like this 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 specific pocket of social media, because I was listening to a sermon, I believe it was probably like two Sundays ago. And what the teacher was talking about, he was talking about how all five senses need to be engaged for any like memory, action, moment to really resonate with your humanity And he was talking about how, like, you know, God's very intentional. And even in the way that he created our five senses and the way that, you know, that applies to us. Um, And essentially talking about how social media gives us the illusion that we're connected. But he was saying how that only really caters to about, like, two of the five senses. And since it's not activating the other ones, it's just it's not the same. And I know, like, we've when you really think about it and sit with it, you, you'll you understand what I'm saying. And I feel like when he spoke that, it really gave language for how I felt. And like you're saying, even in the sense of like, we have, we have our guys, you know what I mean? But they're long distance, you know? And yes, we can communicate with them over, you know, in the group chat, we can FaceTime, but it's just nothing like when you're in person with them, you know? And I think we can... All to a to a degree, like understand that, and I feel like for me, when you know I was hearing this in the sermon, it really just hit so different because I think it it, it leads to to a desire to really seek out like real intimate relationships with people who you can see face to face outside of just social media, right? Um, recognizing that, yeah, it's good to stay in touch with people and in, in, in a sense, in a, a fraction of a way it is, you are connected to people, but there's just nothing like in person. And I think once I recognize that's like, yeah, it's just that much more important that you are seeking out these relationships and these meaningful connections with people who are around you, like people you can call up and say, Hey, let's go to the coffee shop or, you know, let's go bowling. Let's go do this. Um, I think it makes all the difference. Yeah. And I think it, it's also like another conversation about really, understanding what intimacy and meaningful connection is because being almost digital natives with a lot of us growing up whether that be like fifth sixth seventh grade right being introduced to you know snapchat kick um house party you remember Mm -hmm. house party house party was lit (laughs) i was just talking about that house party was lit (laughs) it was lit on there um we've become so familiar to what it looks like to like engage in like these digital online spaces Mm. that we've almost maybe misconstrued what the meaning of connection is Mm. to your point. Cause I think I'm asking myself that question now. Okay. Like that's a great distinction to make of what meaningful Mm. connection is because sometimes through a FaceTime call or a few texts like here and there every two or three weeks. We think that can be enough or what relationship is based upon what we've always known, like just growing up in this particular space. Mm -hmm. But there is another level of what it truly means to be in community. It's not just small updates of like, yo bro, like, all right, this is what's going on. How are you? What's good? Catch you when I see you. Mm -hmm. It's like giving a huge part of yourself, like spending these very, Small yet memorable moments with, you know, doing life with someone, right? Right. That is what connection is. And sometimes that can be that contributor factor to like that loneliness is because, okay, it may feel like I'm connected, but the aspect of being able to do life is still missing. Right. And you know, before we get into. Um, just more into depth about practically what it looks like to find meaningful connection and to seek out these people for your life. I want to talk about sort of like the mental aspect of loneliness, because I feel like it is twofold in the sense that there is a physical aspect that we've briefly touched on about finding you know people around you. But then there's also a mental aspect of loneliness. Um, I was actually, I looked up an article and it sparked this point. And what the article said, I'm gonna say the quote first. It says, loneliness can leave people feeling isolated and disconnected from others it is a complex state of mind that can be caused by life changes mental health conditions poor self-esteem and personal traits but the part that really caught my eye is how i was talking about how like loneliness can have people feeling isolated and how it's a complex state of mind and for some reason i I didn't really register with me but recognizing that loneliness really is more of a feeling it's not necessarily necessarily just about the physical state of who's surrounding you, but it's, it's sometimes a mental state as well. Um, and and I was also thinking about how situations where you can be surrounded by people and even people that love you and still feel that feeling of loneliness. And I think how, and I think that it can be very disorienting because it's like, why isn't my mental state matching my physical one? Like if there's people around me, why mentally do I still feel alone? And so, you know, that, that brought me to this point about how, you know, overcoming loneliness isn't always just about changing your environment, but also changing your mindset, right? Sometimes it's a battle within the mind and really leaning into and recognizing that the people that you have around you do care about you, right? If if you've checked the box of surrounding yourself with people and you have people around you, praying, and praying that God give you eyes to recognize the people that you already have there. And that he gives you the courage to lean into those people and to actually lean on those people. Because I've been in situations where it's sometimes it's difficult to even just be vulnerable. Like you have the people there who are willing to, but it's just hard to kind of get past that point and like put yourself out there. So also that's a part of it as well. And even honestly, if nothing else, also understanding that God will never leave you or forsake you. Right. I know some that you've probably heard before and sounds, you know, simple enough, but sometimes you can you can forget that and it's also important to remember cuz maybe at some point in your life you will have to go without you know a community maybe you move to a new city or a new school and you have to find people to surround yourself with in that time frame you have to learn to be okay and understand that God is still with you right even in that process there's a verse in Romans 8:38 that I love it says for I'm convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord, right? So it's just saying like, literally nothing can separate us from the love of God, right? It's surrounding us at every moment, wherever we go, at school, at work, in our cars, wherever we're at, like it's he's always there. So that's also something that, helps me, right? Um, In terms of just changing the mindset behind it as well as the physical aspect too. And I'm glad that you mentioned that when it comes to really understanding and acknowledging who you already have around you that's in your circle, that God has placed in your life. And I believe one of the reasons why you can be in a crowd of people or you can be in a community or have a tribe and yet still feel lonely because at any point in your life where you don't feel seen, heard, or understood, loneliness will be inevitable. Mm. Right. It's bigger than just having people there. It's, is there anyone in my life that sees me, that hears me, and understands the totality what I'm going through and mm. who I am? And in different seasons and moments when it's, that that feeling of security and all of those three things isn't there, you're bound to start feeling these things. Right. And one of the first things to always examine is, okay, like how vulnerable am I actually being? Mm-hmm. Am I giving people the space to actually hear me, to right. see me, and understand me? And that's something that I've had to learn and why mm-hmm. I mentioned that. At times, like with the tribe I have now, I felt that way, but it wasn't because there was a lack of people who wanted to be there it's because i wasn't showing up for them to do so right that's a vital part of all of this so when it comes to just recognizing who got its place around you and pulling on those people that's something that i'm definitely have learned and i'm tapping into now wish i would have just known sooner especially when i was in high school when i felt really this loneliness that we're talking about when I really, and that was when I didn't have like a tribe or people at all. And Mm -hmm. I felt like I'm the only one who thinks the way that I do or believes the way that I do, or is walking this thing out like for real. But you know, that was far from the case. And I think I like, I had people who were Christians and who were my peers and acquaintances, but I I didn't like Mm -hmm. press in on those relationships as much Mm -hmm. because I was so like enamored by all these small things well like i don't know about them because this personality trader or or that like (laughs) when it's like yo (laughs) these are the people that can still help you you can do life with for a particular season and i think sometimes because i think i had a mindset of just because i befriend this person this means they have to be my for lifer Mm. that that's why i didn't connect the way i needed to and i missed out on a lot of that's a good point great relationships I could have had for that season because I thought I had to be the prolonged friend for everyone and that's not the case you have to realize that not everyone is meant to be a part of the full story some people are Mm -hmm. just there for chapters and that's okay and I went in I do believe if I would have had that perspective and a mindset during that time, it would have been a lot easier for me to befriend and and lean in more mm-hmm. and like be a lot more active and initiative to like, hey, like, yeah, let's go out and do something. Oh, for sure. We're doing this. after right. church OK, let me come to your event or do this because um, I think that particular mindset may have helped me back. Um, and not saying that, you know, getting to this relationship, knowing it's going to end, but sometimes there's a lot of pressure let off, like, you know, with some people you're like, well, I don't know. Like, that's okay. Like they don't have to be there forever. And some people Mm -hmm. aren't meant to. Um, and I think because of that mindset, I was just like, oh, well, like, no. And I missed out. And like, I was in these isolated spaces when I didn't need to be. Right. So yeah, just looking at who God has placed around you and always tapping into that. That's always number one. No, that's fire. i'm glad you brought that up because i I didn't even recognize that about myself but now Mm -hmm. that you pointed out i'm looking back just at my own journey i'm like you know what that's what it was They was cool (laughs) like they would have been good they would have been a good friend like a good person to lean on but you thought like okay they had to be a for life right we don't understand transition and sexual relationships so it's just like oh well like i don't necessarily see them you know being x y and z Mm. which is okay right and that's fine what 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 are they for you now yeah you know like you know like that that that's a that's a significant aspect of it right so you know when when i'm thinking about you know my my prime loneliness season prime is crazy but yeah. um <laughs> back when you know i when <laughs> i'm trying so to say peak loneliness <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> That's absolutely. Crazy. Really just when I felt it in its prime, I'm telling you, it was I was, it was about when I got saved, like I was 15, right. from 15 to about maybe like 17, 18, mm-hmm. right? So that whole span so it it started off with like like we were kind of talking about like going to school, like my peers around me, and I'm just seeing like none of these I just don't think any of these people are going to be able to like understand me, you know, I, I don't I don't think they 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 can like, you know, sharpen me. I don't think they're really people that I can confide in who can really like, you know, give point me in the right direction, right? And after a certain amount of time, I kind of just gave up looking. But the funny part about it is like, I wasn't really looking, I wasn't even searching hard for real. I was literally just like people that I came across in my at my school was just like kind of, what was my searching grounds. And I'm just reminded of something that God has shown me about, when it comes to looking for your community and kind of having a standard for it. So I'm reminded of how when Jesus was looking for his disciples and he knew right before he started his ministry, what that was going to entail in terms of his ministry and and the type of people he was going to need. He was going to need people who were able to evangelize and go after his lost sheep and people who are going to be able to go after and and catch, right, in a way, catch his people. So where does he go looking? He goes looking near the sea for people who are fishing. Right, they're not fishing for men, but he says, "Like, follow me, and I'll make you. Fi- I will make you fishers of men. You're fishing for fish right now, but I will make you fishers of men because he understood what he needed. So, in that same sense, it's like you know what your standard is, and you know the type of people that you want to surround yourself with. You need to be intentional about um, searching in places where you're going to find said people. So, it's like I'm, I'm saying you know, back then kind of put myself back in those shoes. I was saying like, I want people who are going to sharpen me, iron sharpers, iron and people, you know, I can confide in who are going to point me back to God and point me to the word. And, but it's like, I'm not, I wasn't really, I went to FCA a couple of times, but I wasn't intentional about reaching out to none of those people. Mm-hmm. I wasn't intentional. You know what I mean? People who believe what I believed, I wasn't intentional about um, talking to them, building connections. Like you were saying, I think there was a lot of um, misconceptions a part of that as well. But, I think it is important to to ask yourself where am I looking? You know, cuz you're not just going to find them find them just anywhere. You know what I mean? So I think that really is a part of finding meaningful relationships and people around you like searching in places, I mean people who even have like common interests, right? I don't know, maybe you like chess. That's very random. Like if you got like a chess club at school or maybe you will just maybe I don't know, but you get the point I'm trying to make. It's like, where are you looking? Because some of us, I think we're not as intentional as we think we're being. Exactly. I think, really, exactly. This entire process is a lot more practical than sometimes we believe or we think. And something I didn't know as well. Because sometimes I thought that, and maybe we romanticize the idea of our tribe just as much as we do our spouse, like it's just going to come, you know, we're going to have the three friends that walk right. into the school and the whole school is going to be looking at them. They're going to point at us and say, you're a part of the gang now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it. like <laughs> right. I think that we, we may have that same sort yeah. of approach and sometimes it's coming to like reality of understanding um, again, mm. just the practicality of all that it looks like and it right. doesn't take away, you know, the beauty and the meaning and all of the memories that can be created off of that. Mm-hmm. But just having that shift in mindset and then also understanding that's just a part of what it all is intentionality. Like even when you do get into those relationships or those things do happen in a divine nature. Cause you know, I've, mm. that's a testimony that I've had of mine, the people that I came across. Um, that we, I think we've mentioned before on the podcast, but even then, um, there's still a level of like, principle you have to exercise to like sure. maintain these relationships and actually be a part of community you know what i mean because like you can be in a group of people kind mm. of to the point we mentioned earlier you can be in a group of people and that's still not be your community they can be put out of the same interests believe in the same values morals beliefs that want to sharpen you grow with you push you to be more like christ and you still not be a part of that community mm. you're just in a group of people yeah and that's the same thing. Like you can go to church every single Sunday and still not actually be a part of it, right? Like it it takes um, always intentional work, effort, and just practice on your end to engage in what that looks like. Right. Um, seek it out and also just be a part. And I also want to speak to even just, like, the level of, like, frustration that comes with this process, like, I'm sure you could, you can attest to it, like, you know, when you're going through a season where you're trying to find your community, find, you know, those people that are going to walk with you um, and that you can be vulnerable with, it does feel kind of frustrating at times. I know for me, it felt like, like, God was kind of playing games with me. It's like, God, if this is something that's so important, like, why, like, what's happening, bro? Like, it kind of feels like God's hiding, hiding it from you or hiding them from you. Um, and this even goes for outside of this conversation, but something that I, heard, I had heard of one time that blessed me so much. And that even just helped me even during this season was recognizing like, God isn't keeping anything from you. He's keeping things for you. Right. So even in the sense of like these people, like he's not hiding anything from you. He's not keeping or withholding these things from you. Like he's keeping them for you in the sense of like, even even a lesson of seeking god in the process of finding these things because they they are there and god isn't hiding it from you they are they are ready for you um it's just about even involving him in the process of searching for these people and like we're saying like also being intentional and practical about it but um and also not writing anyone off because God can use, you know, never under underestimate the, the people that God can use for you. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to add that, too, because it is frustrating. But understand, like, he's not keeping anything from you. He's not playing games with you. Um, that's not the God that we serve. Always understand that all of this, when you're feeling lonely, like, isn't forever. No matter what it is, like, it's just a transition. And it's a moment. And it's a phase of however that you may be feeling. To hit to Jordan's point, commute like God doesn't ever want you to do life alone. And it's not the reality that you will live in or that you have to stay. So take the step, take take the risk. Take the risk, take the step, and take the next move. And putting yourself out there and also just praying that God open your eyes to what is and also usher you into what can be. Mm-hmm. And people in your life of open doors and divine connections, right? That will come from different avenues, whether that be like online or you know in your local community or as you're traveling, as you're going to different places. That these opportunities arise for you to connect and go deeper um, with those people that are going to push you toward the cross. To be more like him, and yeah. to, your, to your destiny and your purpose, but always understanding that it is this too shall pass, and it's nothing to be to stay. I want to stay encouraged. Like, don't be discouraged because this isn't forever. Because you know, for me, that's what it always felt like. Oh well, like I don't know if this is ever going to happen. Right? You, know, you we got a real feeling of maybe like this is how it's supposed to be, and like I'm going to die like alone, right? Like, okay, I may find a great, a cool nice one or two people here, but like my people, my person, cause it doesn't take a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Right. You know what I mean? All those things that you think you're going to like take to the grave, all the feelings bottled up inside that will just stay yours. And you're like, Oh, well I guess no one cares. No one sees me. No one knows. No one will ever really want to engage right. in this, to hear this, to, to, to feel this themselves and walk me through it and like be patient with me. But that's all a lie from the enemy so far from the truth not your portion nor will be your reality so again taking the risk taking the step making the move and praying to god open your eyes to what is and also usher it in right and that's all it is right but never like losing that hope or optimism especially in like the moments you know what i mean because there's still even now with your foot there's lessons in this right and keeping your eyes on him um and sufficient in him um and then taking all the necessary steps after. But that's the one. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. Oh, and shameless plug. But we have been putting something together for you all. Yeah, For everyone, actually. That kind of goes along the lines of this conversation of finding your tribe, your community, and a place to belong. We have created, or at least, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's here now, yeah. essentially. A yeah. Christian nightclub of sorts that you could call, I think... The question becomes for a lot of us, especially like if you're in school, it's like, all right, where can I go maybe on a Friday or Saturday night to have fun, be surrounded by like-minded people to enjoy their presence of, have great music, food, and not be in those spaces or environments of like sin or things that are going to pull me away from God. And that's been something that honestly has been on my heart and, you know, a lot of our friends' hearts. And so we decided to create a space. We're calling it The Cove. Nashville, mm-hmm. and yeah, so so we just want to create an alternative, right? Like It's like, where do you find or meet up with other Christians outside of a Sunday? Yeah. You know what I mean? To really just like, have fun, just to chill, kick it, listen to music, have live events with great artists and, right, amazing mm-hmm. X, Y, and D. So that's here. And follow the Instagram page for more. We have some dates coming up in the future. We're going to have our first event by november um which i'm extremely excited about mm. i'm excited for everyone to be a part of we're going to be present so you know this can be a space until we do our live show where you can kind of come meet us talk kick it chill invite your friends out it will be hosted in nashville we're hoping this is a movement this becomes historic and it's something that we can plan across different cities right. so yeah we'll have the instagram linked in the, linked in the description below so you can check all that out go follow the cove nash and you know in the next coming weeks will be a lot more details and information but other than that y'all know what it is stay you stay real and stay humble much love (laughs) that's great